Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you, and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Morgan Brienne Birch, age 12, currently in sunny L.A., and today we'll be talking about some magnificent topics such as hidden figures, Bunyan and Babe, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, La La Land, and Fences. And right now we're going to be talking to Arjun and the amazing Tristan about hidden figures. So how are you two? I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. So Hidden Figures is an absolutely magnificent film. We have incredible cast, characters, story. It's just spot on. Yes. So what was one of your favorite parts um, about this film? This was such a great film. I enjoyed the entire movie. It's hard to pick out a favorite part, but if I were to choose, my favorite part was um, Janelle Monet playing Mary Jackson. I really loved her character and all the scenes that she was in. She did such a great job and was really inspiring, but I guess my favorite part of the movie was her like judgment and her um her trials and errors and how she just pursued throughout the whole thing. So that was my favorite part. I definitely agree. And I can't really complain because honestly she is amazing and all the actresses in this film are just incredible. So speaking about which, what is the plot of this film? I would say the plot of this film is about um, three of the most uh, famous African-American mathematicians. And um, they are working at NASA. And despite being work, despite working in the uh, segregated uh, computers division, um, they do manage to help John Glenn on his return trip back to Earth. And they face many problems there, such as racism and all sorts of stuff. But they must learn to overcome it. Yeah. Each one of the characters faces their own different trials, but they all they all figure out ways to work through it, and it's just really inspiring. It's a great plot. It was. It is just an amazing plot. I definitely agree. So, speaking about which, Arson, what was one of your favorite parts of this film? I would say my favorite scene in the movie is when Katherine Johnson, like, she always has to go to the, the colored restroom to get, like, you know, a bathroom break while the others will be going to the restrooms over there. And there's one part where Al Harrison, the director of the Space Task Group, um, you know, asks her why she's always gone. And she goes into, like, a really long and, you know, powerful monologue about, like, how the people there treat her like, you know, She's nothing, you know, she'll drink out of a coffee pot and they want use that coffee pot and like how she has to go to the segregated um, bathrooms. And the scene that follows that is really inspiring. That's actually my favorite part. I agree with you. That's my favorite scene as well. And what was your favorite scene, Tristan? Um, well, my favorite scene was when Mary Jackson, played by Janelle Monet, um, when she went had to go to the high school to um, learn about um, engineering because she wanted to become the really first um, African-American engineer in the NASA, in NASA. 
And that was really inspiring to see how her like kind of segment throughout the movie transpired. It was really inspirational. Yeah, heck, she even had to go to court to go to that school. And it's just like incredible how people were so mistreated back in the 1960s and 70s. And it's like, yeah. wow. It's like, thank you that Martin Luther King Jr., who was simply amazing, and Martin Luther King, what they did for everybody and how they told them, no, you need to treat us like everybody else. It's just incredible. Yeah. Speaking of which, they do have a lot of history behind this um, fantastic movie. So what do you think of the history, Olsen? And, um... What what would be one of your favorite parts that they showed in the history? Uh, well, I thought it was um, really interesting how they explored like the uh, the main uh, mission of the Friendship Seven and how it was orbiting the Earth and like it. They had to make a successful like orbit back to Earth using many different mathematical formulas. And Catherine G. Johnson was a main part in um, you know sending John Glenn back. And without her help, I don't think they'd have even brought him back. So I. I thought it was really interesting to see, like, the true, like, hidden story behind the um, return of John Glenn. I agree. And what did you think, Tristan? Um, well, this film, it was set in 1961, towards the beginning. And I agree with Arjun, and I think bringing John Glenn, that was a great part. But I also like to see the different parts with the segregation, how they handled it. And it was still within a PG way. And it was difficult to see how they were treated um, back then. But, you know, it was really interesting and um, very informative. I agree. Well, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. And today we are talking about some amazing topics, including hidden figures, Bunyan and Babe, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, La La Land, and Fences. And right now I am talking to Arjun and Tristan about hidden figures. So let's continue with our interview. Now, I know that there are so many incredible characters and casts and scenes, but they also do pay close detail to the costumes, the scenery, and they really make sure that it's all spot on. So what was your favorite part about the costumes and the scenery, and did you like them? Uh, I really liked, um, you know, the costumes for each of the main ladies. They really look like they belong in the 1960s, and as well as the setting, like, it all looked like it was in the 1960s, even though the movie was made, like, you know, a year back. And, it, I mean, it's just amazing how, like, they make it look like the old days. I agree. And also, Tristan, what did you think of the costumes, and uh, what was your favorite part? They were all really well done. Like, all the setting the setting and the costumes and stuff, it really kind of brought you into the movie where you could feel like you were there with them throughout their journey and you were experiencing it too. Like it just, it really brought you into the movie and made you just more intrigued and wanting to see more. That is true. Because like, I remember I was standing on the edge of my seat every time, like show me more, show me more, show me more. And when it ended, I was like, wow, that was an amazing story. And that is just simply incredible that how well the studios can captivate our attention now. Captivate, sorry. So what did you think about um, the amazing way that they were able to show everybody's different personality and traits and just the way that they each really were very different, Tristan? Um, and who I was your favorite character? Oh, um, well, 
My favorite character was Mary Jackson, played by Janelle Monet. I also really liked the other two leading ladies, um, Catherine G. Johnson and Dorothy Vaughn. They all were very inspirational, but I really liked the way that how they all started off together, their like stories, and then they all kind of split off into their each and individual stories, still intertwining at points, but then came back together towards the end to make it all complete. It was really cool. Like I enjoyed it. I definitely understand what you're saying, and that makes a lot of sense. Now, what did you think, Arjun? Uh, my favorite character in the movie was uh, Catherine Johnson. I really liked, like how they portrayed how she was gifted in math, especially in the first scene of the movie. And, you know, I really like how they develop each of the characters. Like, Catherine Johnson is, like, really quiet and, like, you know, like the more quiet one of the bunch, while... Dorothy Vaughn, played by Octavia Spencer. Uh, Catherine Johnson is played by Taraji P. Henson, so I forgot to mention names. But uh, Dorothy Vaughn was really sarcastic, and I really liked that about her. But yet she really puts a good example for her kids. And Mary Jackson is, like, really – she does a lot of, like – she's she's really quirky in some points, but she shows that determination and wanting to be an engineer who's played by Janelle Monet. I really liked how all these characters like also showed they were really inspirational and how they like just overcome through the racism. I definitely understand. And, um, Jack, uh, Mary Jackson, who plays Janelle Monet was incredible. Taraji P. Henson, who plays Catherine T. Johnson was just stupendous. And Octavia Spencer, who plays Dorothy Vaughan was, incredible they were all just oh my gosh so what would you say the star um how many stars would you give this and what's the age range i would give this a 4.5 out of five stars and i would say the age range should be from 7 to 18 years i mean i do feel that the younger audience members may be bored by this movie if they're not like interested in the subject matters such as areas of science and math and what do you think tristan um I would give it uh, 4.5, or actually, no, I would give it 5 out of 5 stars. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, and for age range, I would say 8 to 18, but, you know, I think that pretty much all ages would enjoy this movie, um, to be honest. But that's pretty much it. I definitely agree. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. It is absolutely amazing to talk to you. And check out Hidden Figures. It is in theaters right now, and it's an incredible movie that must be seen. Now, let's take a break. I'm Morgan Brian Birch, age 12, currently in sunny L.A., and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? 
Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. And so marks a new year, new beginnings, and of course, new movies. Hello, everybody. My name is Keeper C. Blakesley, and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions, our first show of 2017. It's great to be back from this wonderful winter break, and we're just excited to get back and work. So let's continue this wonderful show by talking to Jolene. She was 12 years old from Chino, California, about Bunyan and Babe. Thank you very much for being on the show, Jolene. Thank you for having me. So uh, let's talk about this uh, wonderful animated um, film about uh, Paul Bunyan, the folklore, of course. So um, tell us a bit what you thought about it. I thought this movie was really unique and very interesting. Um, This movie, I've never seen a plot like this. The events that happen in this movie, um, I think it's really original and very unusual. And I enjoyed how the ending turned out. Interesting and unique. Sounds like a wonderful way to describe a film. So what made it particularly the story unique to you? I loved how it wasn't just a normal a normal kids movie where the giant helps the child and they all go together and everything's normal and predictable like usually how all kids movies are. But this one There was a plot twist at the end, and I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to say it. But the plot twist was, I did not see it coming, and I really enjoyed what the plot twist was. And I was, it just brought a really unique uh, and a different ending to the story. A unique animated film with a twist. Sounds like a recipe for a wonderful film. So, um... I like I love films about like folklore because there's just something uh, I don't know I feel humble about folklores I feel like no not many films like create uh, not many filmmakers create these lores because they're very fascinating and original and it's just like it's about a gigantic lumberjack with his blue ox I mean it has been done in some in some films before that's sto- the story but it sounds like this story has been told in more of an original way but I'm glad they're bringing it back. Uh, speaking of Bunyan, we have wonderful voice talents a part of this. I was surprised to see John Goodman, Mark Hamill, and all these very well-known stars a part of this film. So um, tell us a bit about what you thought of voice acting. Um, John Goodman, who plays Paul Bunyan, I really liked how his voice perfectly fits how I would think a giant would sound like. For example, I would think a giant would sound very, like, deep voiced and strong like a macho man and it's just really fitting and also travis played the voice by johnny orlando i like how he uses his voice in like an expression so he helps us know what travis is feeling and even though his face isn't in this movie 
it even with just his voice, you can you can really tell what he's feeling by just his voice, which I think is really cool. Totally agree. I love John Goodman. I he has such well, he's one of those actors who have a distinct voice, and when you hear him, you know who exactly who it is. But yeah, he totally becomes these. Um, what I like to call John Goodman in real life, as well as in his films, as a gentle giant. I mean, he plays Baloo from Jungle Book and Sully from Monsters, Inc. He just knows how to be, like, this, this very gentle type of, like, voice, and he's fantastic. So, tell us about the animation specifically and um, how it executes in this film. Um, I think the animation... Um it's pretty spectacular. It's very detailed, and the body language of each character also shows as also shows what they're feeling, just like the voicing does. Um, also, the animation of the magician Blackstone's hypnotic device on his hand. It's <laughs> just really amazing how the animators made the light on the hypnotic device look like it was going towards the character and not just like being static and just staying there as if it was a toy. And I thought that was really cool. And I almost felt like I was being hypnotized myself. So I really enjoyed that. That's a very kind of meticulous thing to like point out, but fantastic. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So how many stars would you give this film? And uh, what do you say the age range is? I give this um, movie five out of five stars. I recommend it for ages four to ten. It wasn't really my cup of tea. I wouldn't I I wouldn't watch it like a lot. I would think that younger kids would like it more than myself. But this is a really nice film and I really enjoyed it. Well it sounds like it's full of one colorful animation and enough originality for the kids to enjoy and you need films like that. So Thank you so much, Jolene, for talking about Bunyan and Babe. You're welcome. This film is out coming soon in theaters around February, so please go check it out when you can. You're listening to Kiss First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and we're going to be talking about the films The Little Prince, The Planet of Snakes, La La Land, and Fences. This show is also sponsored by the miraculous tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. We're going to switch over to across the country to New Jersey with Carla, who is 12 years old, and she's going to be talking about The Little Prince and the Planet of Snake. Wow, sounds like an interesting title. So, um, Carla, happy to be on, I'm happy you're on the show, so I'm tell us a bit about the film. Um, the Little Prince and the Planet of Snake is about a young boy that should leave his home planet with his companion Fox to try to defeat the snake that is creating chaos, putting the universe in danger, and that also kidnapped his flower friend Rose. The Little Prince and Fox go on a quest to save Rose, but in their journey, they should fight. They should fight danger and go through many adventures. Wow, snakes! It had to be snakes. And for all the adults who are listening into, thank you very much for getting that reference. Well, Carla, so um, what was particularly unique about this film? Um, I really like its message. The message of the movie is to not lose hope. The prince lost hope, but Fox tried to help him carry on in saving Rose. I think that's a good message for children. Definitely a very good message to teach, uh, teach children. So, uh, what would you talk about? Uh, is there anything specific you want to talk about, specifically like the, the animation in this film? 
Um, the voice actors did an amazing job of voicing the expressions of different characters. Um, one example is um, the actor of the snake, um, Paul Dobson, did a good job of acting very sinister. <laughs> you gotta love animated villains. You always have to cast somebody who just can perfectly match that like sinister and like conniving kind of um, voice talent that you get. I mean, just I, I can just imagine the voice that like twirling his little mustache like they do in the old films. So, uh, tell us about the um, the characters in this in this film. Um, the character Fox, which is my favorite, he's like very funny and um, he likes to help people. He's very comedic, and I laugh a lot when he says funny things. Interesting. So, talking about the comedy, so um, what particularly made this film funny to you? Um, the fox says a lot of jokes that are like, like kids will like laugh and um, think it's um, they'll like it. They'll just like it. Perfect. All right. So we don't want to give away any of the jokes, of course. We want to make sure that people go check it out and laugh out loud when they see the film. Uh, so. Tell us about uh, the age range for this film. Um, the age range is like four to seven because I think that older kids won't like like it as much as like the younger kids. So again, another film for like, the little kids so they can enjoy, which is always important. We need films for that. So, what would you say is your favorite part in the film? Um, my favorite part in the film is when um. Um, they, um, get Rose out. Oh, wait. No, there's another part that's better. Um, like, there was, like, a, like, a place that's, like, full of roses that look just like the rose. But, like, they're all trying to tell Prince that, um, that, like, it's her. Like, I'm Rose. I'm Rose. But, like, he found the true Rose, which was somewhere else. Oh, that's really cute. You, know, you always got to get those kind of films that really bring out the feels, as they put it. Uh, so, what would you say? Uh, uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about this film that we, that made it stand out to you? Um, the animation is more is isn't like a Disney film. It's more like Miraculous Ladybug. Oh, so I'm um, so. Exp um, can you elaborate? Like, what does that mean by that about the animation? Um, like, Disney films, like, The Little Mermaid and stuff, they're, like, hand-drawn. Um, this film is, like, more like Miraculous Ladybug, like, more animated. Like, the characters kind of look alike, like, stuff like that. Oh, so, like, CGI and a bit more realistic. Yeah, the CGI. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so, I like CGI film. I'm really happy that, um... We've gone such a long way with CGI, and that um, artists are still able to be able to bring it out. It's fantastic. So, what would you say overall? How many stars would you give this film? I give this movie four out of five stars. And um, for all the reasons I'm sure you mentioned in this interview. So, yes, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for talking about um, the little um, the little prince, Planet of Snakes. So much. Uh, it's a pleasure talking to you. You too. Well, with that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Mer The Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Morgan Bria Birch, age 12, currently in sunny L.A., and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have been talking about Hidden Figures and Bunyan and Babe, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, and next we will be discussing Fences, and right now we are going to be talking about La La Land with Ajin, who is 14 years old. So how are you? I'm doing great. So, I know that you just got done seeing La La Land. What did you think of this fantastic film, and what's the plot? I thought it was an excellent film, probably, like, my favorite of uh, 2016. And um, now for the plot, I was, it's about um, two people, Sebastian and Mia. Sebastian has, like, ambitions to be- become a jazz pianist, which he already is, but to create a jazz club that will, like, revive jazz. And Mia has aspirations to become a famous actress. These two are drawn together by their aspirations and fall in love, but their love may um, conflict with their aspirations. Oh, that's very intriguing. Yes. Now, I just got done watching the Golden Globes, and it was fantastic. And I heard that this, um, I saw that this film actually got a bunch of awards for Best Song and um, Best Movie of the Year and so many more. So... What do you think of the music in this film? Because I know there are lots of singing and there's also lots of dancing. So what do you think of the uh, music? I thought it was excellent and it flowed with the movie well. Like in some movies, like music and dancing may randomly happen and it feels out of place. But in this movie, it flows well with like the story. It felt amazing. And the set pieces and songs and all of it were so amazing, especially, um, the Another Day on, of Sun, which is uh, parodied in the Golden Globes, of course, and is the uh, first scene. And obvi- and obviously the planetarium scene, which is obviously one of my favorites. Oh, really? So yeah. what do you think of the dancing in this film? Because there is a lot of dancing, and I've seen a couple of commercials, and it seems fantastic, like it has a bunch of dance. So what do you think of that? 
I thought of Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone did an excellent job with dancing. I'm not sure if they were like um, skilled in dancing before, but um, the dance choreography by Mandy Moore definitely worked. I mean, they really looked like, you know, they were professionals. And just the scenes where they're all both dancing together, oh, it was just spectacular to watch. So what was one of your favorite dance members, or numbers, sorry? Um, the scene in the planetarium was great, but I really like the a, Lo- a lovely night um, scene, which is obviously in shown in the posters with the two of them dancing by the streetlight. It was so amazing. I, I really liked just a lot of the set, the musical pieces in this movie. And what was one of your favorite songs that they sang? I really liked the the one which is nominated for the Golden Globe and won, but I really liked the City of Stars. Um, and I really like, you know, various piano pieces that um, uh, Sebastian plays. I mean, it was just like the City of Stars really deserved to win. I really liked That's song. amazing. So what was one of your um, favorite scenes and why? I would say my favorite scene in the movie was the planetarium scene. I've It's it's just you rarely ever see a scene with such creativity and like you know just like it's just buzzing with creativity and you know they're dan- they're dancing in thin air it was just amazing to see in the planetarium i believe the number's called just planetarium but it it was an amazing number well that's incredible and it sounds really fun so what do you think of the costumes in this film the costumes were excellent like ryan gosling's um in the movie with the tie was amazing and I also love Emma Stone's like yellow dress anything which is worn by Emma Stone looked stunning and also worn by Ryan Gosling everything all of the people there were buzzing with life it, it just looked amazing their clothes and the costume design for the movie was just amazing and what would you say that one of your uh, favorite costumes would be I think my favorite costume in the whole movie is Emma Stone's yellow dress it's so simple yet it's like it it's just like it really looks good and it really fits the movie well. And also, what would you say that one of your favorite outfits that was worn by Ryan Gosling was? I think a lot of the Ryan Gosling outfits were uh, suits and ties, but I I, I liked his um suit. It's uh, it's shown in the poster. Um, the suit he wore for the uh, um a lovely night. The suit he wore for a lovely night was amazing. I mean. Just both of the suits they wore in the scene were just, like, spectacular, and I really liked it. And would you say that there are a lot of people in this film? I wouldn't say that there's, like, a lot of people. I mean, yeah, there is a lot of people in the movie, but, like, it mainly focuses on the two actors. But during the musical numbers is where you'll see most of the people, like, dancing and doing all sorts of stuff. But um, when it's focused on the story, it really focuses on uh, Sebastian and Mia. That's really cool, and that's it's simply amazing the way that they're able to have such a fun time with all the characters. Now, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we're talking about some amazing topics, including hidden figures, Bunyan Babe, um, the Little Prince Planet of Snakes, Fences, and right now, we're talking to La, about La La Land, and I'm really excited, and we're talking to the amazing Arjun. So, speaking about which, the dance members and everything sound amazing and really cool, but what did, what's the time frame of this movie, and did you think that they portrayed it correctly? 
would say it's like presented in present day, but yet it feels like it's like an old like Hollywood musical. But even though it's set in the modern days, I mean, even the outfits like look like from old Hollywood. I mean, it it was it was also shot in a cinemascope, which gives it which gives it the vibe of like many old movies that were also shot in cinemascope. I really liked it. That sounds amazing. And I love old day movies. Like they're just simply terrific the way that they're able to show them. Now, who was your favorite character? My favorite character is Mia, who is played excellently by Emma Stone with her expressive eyes and like she always has to act out through these acting auditions which the character goes through and it's really hard for an actor to act like in a scene, but she presented it excellently. Yeah, because usually, like, they're like, well, uh, I'm not supposed to be acting. You know, they're like, we're supposed to be playing the part. What the? Then it just kind of confuses them a couple of times. But I understand what you're saying completely. And it's really hard to play those parts. I should know. And many other actors do. So they're like, oh, my gosh, what the heck are we going to do? So also, what would one of your favorite, favorite scenes where she's acting would be? Because... Like you said, she does go on a couple of auditions, and what would be one of your favorite auditions? So she is um, asked to tell a story, and uh, she tells it about um, her grandma, and, like, it it was just really well presented. She put all of her emotion into it, and, like, I I was just, like, you know, really mind-blown by it. And what... um were you excited, and did you watch the Golden Globes at all? Yeah, I did watch the Golden Globes. I was all pumped up for La La Land, and I'm happy it won the seven awards. It was nominated. It, it, it won seven awards. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, that's it's an incredible movie. So it's like, I don't blame it for winning, winning seven awards, because honestly, it does sound like a really good movie. And yeah, it sounds amazing. So in order for somebody to play that part, yes, you do have to win seven awards because it's very difficult and they definitely deserved it. I definitely agree. And what um, what award did you think it most should have won like that it wasn't nominated for, but like what award were you happiest to see because you were like, oh my gosh. I really, I, I mean, I, I knew it was going to happen because of how amazing Emma Stone acted, but I was most rooting for Emma Stone to win that Best Actress Award. She deserves it, and I hope she will. I'm pretty sure she will win it for the Oscars because her performance is just excellent and probably the best of her career. Oh, wow. That's pretty high up because she has a bunch of good performances. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard to decide. And I'm really looking forward to seeing La La Land, and I'm really hoping that I get to see it at one point because it sounds just amazing. And it just sounds really awesome. So is this in theaters right now, or can we, um, where can we see it? Um, I, I know it was released in a select amount of theaters in December 25th, but yeah, it should be in a theater near you, if, but not in all theaters. So yeah, I think it's in a select few theaters. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking to us. And really quickly, what would you say that the age range in stars would be? I would say it would be the age range would be from 10 to 18 because the only inappropriate thing about the movie would be um, the infrequent language that occurs occasionally, say if the characters are in frustration. And um, I would give it a 5 out of 5 stars, pure masterpiece. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. It is fantastic able to talk to you. 
and also you can definitely check out monster trucks in theaters um i know that friday the 13th sounds like a scary time but you know what you'll be lucky if you watch this and you'll be so happy that you do because of how adorably cute it is you should definitely check it out and it's called monster trucks and it came out my uh, by Nickelodeon and Paramount Pictures on Friday the 13th. So check it out. And also, Hidden Figures came out just in time for Martin Luther King Jr. Day and his birthday. You guys should definitely check out that movie. It's in theaters right now. And they are both terrific. And you will be lucky if you watch them because of how stupendous they are. This is Morgan Birch signing out. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. It has been a lovely night on this uh, at the Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. We just got done talking about La La Land, The Little Prince, The Planet of Snake, Bunyan and Babe, and Hidden Figures. Right now we're going to end the show with the wonderful Benjamin talking about... Um, a bit of a more morbid film, but nonetheless, a fantastic one of the best films of 2016, Fences. So, Benjamin, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's talk about this film. Now, of course, this film is based off the play that Denzel Washington and Viola Davis um, performed in 2010. And now Denzel decided to direct this film and make it into a movie. So, what did you think of it, Ben? I thought it was amazing. I agree with you. I actually think it's my favorite movie of the last, um, last year. Uh, it really grabbed me emotionally, and I thought the performances were really good. So now, while I agree, it's one it's one of the uh, one of the best films of the year. I won't say it's it's one of, it is the best film because it's nothing about it is cinematic. This is based off a of play. And nothing about it is shot like a movie. It's very much, here's the camera, and let the actors do what they do best. Which is fantastic, because you got some of the best actors in the industry. And there are no more of the best actors. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the directing, I mean, 
It's interesting that Denzel starred and directed it, but there are just certain things that he added, like there's these blackouts in the middle of the movie that weren't really needed. Um, I feel there's only one or two times where they actually needed to show you that there had been a a amount of time that has passed by. Well, I feel like it is, it's, it's very much like a play because the black is out. It's like the curtain call. It's just like, okay, act one, done, and then we're back. So it's just so, I mean, you got to give a process of being very faithful because there's nothing very much changed in this film besides, I mean, I haven't seen the play myself, but the way it is just executed is so much as like a play that you feel like you're watching a play. And I feel like audiences will find a hard time watching it sometimes because they're expecting to go see a movie. And movies nowadays, especially dramas, uh, and films like La La Land, you get right into it. Like, the drama is there, but with plays, there's a bit more, uh, you have to put more patience into it. You start watching the, you start watching the play, and the characters flesh out the more and more you watch it. So, I found myself getting, not particularly bored, but just like, uh, I was looking, I looked at my watch a few times, because I was just like, I'll be, because um, it's, it's, not, it's not capturing my attention like a film would. Not saying the films are bad at all, but uh, I'm talking too much. Ben, what did you think about the performances specifically that made it so phenomenal? Uh, Denzel Washington is amazing. He takes <laughs> hold of this character and sort of makes it his own. And um, I'm aware of Denzel's achievements in acting. Um, but out of the movies I've seen of his, this is the best performance I think I've seen him do. Um, and Viola Davis is also really good, uh, but her real sort of, the core of her performance doesn't come in much later, until much later in the film, when, and she adds, like, so much raw energy and emotion into it. Yeah, well, I feel like in her character, it's very much, like, this is back during the, a simpler time, where it was the woman is the housewife. But it's kind of got that death of a salesman kind of element, which people who have not read Death of a Salesman, I'll just briefly summarize. It's just this, she's she's supposed to be a housewife, and that's how women were treated back then. But I also like this kind of fire in her that she has, she's trying to keep the family like together, which she's trying to fence the family in, keep the family in and keep it together. So she's, she doesn't contribute too much because it's very much about Denzel Washington's character. But as the film goes out, she 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 kind of like has enough. She finally just like breaks the chains and says like, I gotta say what I need to say here. So um, yeah. And also she won the Golden Globe, which I was rooting for because again, as you mentioned, her performance was so raw and so powerful that yeah. She deserves the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress, and so I was really happy to see that during the Golden Globes. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and we're gonna be, when we just got done talking about La La Land, The Little Prince, The Planet of Snake, Bunyan and Bay, and Hidden Figures, and we're going to continue talking to Benjamin about fences. So, um, Benjamin, what did you think about, uh, what would you say is the scene that made you, uh, regarding a uh, performance, because this, um, this room, yeah, what scene was your favorite? I'll just put that. There's a lot of different scenes that I liked. Um, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but uh, that was really the one that grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the it's in the trailer or um, the scene when 
Denzel Washington's character's son asks um, what, how come he's never liked him. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a secret that's revealed in the film. And when uh, Troy's wife, or Denzel Washington's character's wife, discovers it, she has like this whole sort of monologue that I thought really proved um, her performance. Definitely. And it was... I feel like a stage is, uh, there's a quote, I'm, ble- I'm blanking out on it, but I believe it was something along the lines, like stage is, um, brings out the humanity in people. Film does the same, but it's just something about stage that is very intimate because you have your audience and here's the stage and your audience is right there. There's no barrier um, with your audience. But again, that's what's great about these actors who are, who are veterans. These actors have done film for a long time and they are very experienced. They were able to uh, like bring the performance and like break the screen. They literally broke the screen and took out that barrier of what we call the cinema and really captured the audience. And that's what's also very special about this film is how it does that because play adaptations into film are some are good, some are not so good. But there's only but the ones that are really good are able to capture like the essence of the play of the play, which is what this movie does. So, um, Benjamin, is there anything else you want to talk about this film that you were really, that really struck you? I will say another performance I did not expect to like, uh, but ended up coming, he came out as my favorite character, is um, Gabriel, played by uh, McKelty yeah. Williamson, who just sort of adds this, his characters, he's a veteran who's also, uh, Denzel Washington plays a character named Troy, uh, he plays his brother, and he has this uh, happy energy and sort of lights up the screen every time he's on it. And he's the perfect balance of, like, the sort of relief you need after these broad, dramatic scenes. And he helps balance it up. Yeah, he's certainly, he's, he's very much the innocent, a very innocent character in this film. And he kind of, and you're right, he does, like, break this, like, He's there to calm everything down a lot of times, but sometimes there's like there's that one scene you're ta- I've, um, where he's in the kitchen with Troy and Rose, played by Viola Davis, and they just had a very big scene together, and you can just feel the tension in there with them because they don't want to break out, they don't want to um, like um, argue in front of him. So it's just it's a very beautiful scene between the three actors. All the actors in here are just great because it is. This is very much of a performance-based film, and nothing very much cinematic about it. But it definitely deserves a lot of the uh, performances. Speaking of which, award season is upon us. What do you think? And since the Oscars have not nom- um, brought out their nominations yet, what do you feel like this film should be nominated for? Um, I don't know if it'll get Best Picture because yeah, it has some flaws and it's not perfect. Like not any major flaws, but it's just. Um, it's, yeah, um, and I think Denzel will get nominated, uh, Viola Davis will get nominated, it'd be nice to see McKelty Williamson, um, or the guy who plays Gabriel get nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Hmm, we'll see. Um, I don't think it's honestly gonna get much else, because there's no real other sort of filmmaking achievements accomplished. Yeah. I'm not trying to put the film down or anything, but... I totally agree with you. 
But uh, I think we can both agree that even though this film is not cinematically um, groundbreaking, to have this whole film be fueled by his performances and still come across as an absolutely amazing film says a lot. So wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So uh, how many stars would you give this and uh, age range for this film? Um, I know I said there were flaws, but I'd, I'm going to stick by my rating I gave in my original review, which was five out of five stars. Um, I think the age rating is probably maybe 11 or 12 to 18. I think this film is mainly for adults. There are adult themes, um, lots of them. There's some language and uh, Troy's character, Troy, played by Denzel Washington, uses a lot of more um, racially charged language. Mm-hmm. Um, Time period. And, yeah. That's fantastic. Benjamin, it's great talking to you about fences. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Well, thank you so much for listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice of America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. Be sure to go check out our latest reviews in DVD reviews on movies and DVD releases on our website, kidsfirst.org. Also, check out our blogs. We really work hard on them. We write about different aspects about the film industry. Also, go check out our YouTube page. Of, um, just type in Kids First, and you can get all sorts of different material on the latest things in the entertainment industry. With that said, thank you so much for listening, and thank and award show is upon us. Let the new movies roll in. you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.